Hello and happy Tuesday. This is Karsmanski Podcast. I'm your host, David Karsmanski, and this is my segment, Lunch Break Card News, where I'm taking you to the most important news that happened in the past 24 hours or ever since my last episode dropped yesterday. As a reminder, these episodes are dropping on weekdays and a good way for you to keep updated with the automotive world. If you don't hear anything today, I'm sure there's previous episodes about it, as I usually stay very up to date in the car world and usually report on things that happen happened exact same date. With such, you're encouraged to check out earlier episodes, but nevertheless, let's get started with today, where we get some few rumors and teasers to go through, some nice new cars, and some official information from the industry. I don't want to keep you waiting for long, so let us get started. First up, let's start with my favorite section of podcast, which is rumors and teasers. And the first one is very exciting. Apparently, according to a rumor, Subaru and Toyota are working together on all-wheel drive hot hatch. A nice, interesting headline that brought my attention and I'm ready to explore with you right now. And just to be clear, this rumor does not include the favorite GR86 and new BRZ. It's something completely different and will take form of a hot all-wheel drive rally hatch. Uh, Apparently, uh, both Subaru and Toyota are working on it and from Toyota's side, it will be the newest hatch that will come to the United States. We really wanted the RSGR, but looks like we'll get something bigger and there'll be something from Subaru on that end as well. The rumor is to be believed. It will have a 2.4 liter Boxer 4, uh, same as you can find on the newest BRZ and GR86 and it will have symmetrical all-wheel drive, which you can find on Subaru models, which goes opposed to the rumor that it will use GR Yaris's all-wheel drive system. So everything really points out to the GR Corolla, but we didn't know that Subaru is working on it as well. Apparently that is the case, and it's possible that Subaru will be using this new hatch to return to World Rally Championship. I suspect we should hear something more this year, and I'll be looking forward to hearing about it. If you remember exact time last year, there were reports of new Corvette C8 models, including the very anticipated 2025 Zora. Well, it looks like this report has been updated as there are new rumors about the hot versions of the C8, which is already pretty hot. According to the rumors, the first hot C8 we'll be seeing is expectingly the Z06 coming in 2022. There also will be ZR1 in 2023, a plug-in hybrid in 2023 as well, electric variant in 2024, and finally Zora in 2025. So let's quickly break down these models. So very similar to what I reported last year, the Z06 will be using the brand new flat plane V8, producing 5.5 liter, and making 600 to 650 horsepower. Above it, the engine will be equipped with a couple of turbos for the ZR1 moniker, producing around 800 to 850 horsepower, and the Chevy plans to charge around 120,000 for it. The plug-in versions and electric versions, not much is known, but the Zora apparently will combine the twin turbo 5.5 liter uh, flat plan crank V8 with some electric motors making more than a thousand horsepower for a hefty price of 150,000. Those models are definitely still far away. We'll see the first application of the new V8 in Z06 and I guess we'll take it from there. But really nothing new I've learned from the report and this information has been uh, with us since last year. 
Next up, let's briefly stop at Tesla. I already mentioned that there is a $25,000 Tesla coming. And now we have a confirmation from China's Tesla president, Tom Zhu, that it will be sold globally and will not be exclusive for China. Unsurprisingly, it will be produced in China and developed in China as well. But it will be imported to other markets, which is potentially good news uh, for people looking for an affordable EV from a pretty hyped-up manufacturer. At this point, it's very early to say anything about the car, but most likely it will be a compact hatchback, producing pretty significant range for its size, as Tesla is proven to uh, bring to the market. And $25,000 price tag is pretty attractive. So I guess we'll wait and see what the car represents. Next up, a bit more electric car news, or this time teasers, this time from Kia. Uh, there are more news about the upcoming electric vehicle coming from Kia, has been codenamed CV. We've already seen some teasers and we heard some rumors, but this time the information is official. And while the CV moniker is not yet official, that's what the company calls it. Uh, now, what Kia promised us is the new highway driving assist level two, and in 2023, adding highway driving pilots, so um, giving the car more advanced uh, driver assistant technology and some sort of autonomous driving, stepping towards the full level three driving assist capability, uh, where you can drive with uh, no without paying attention to the road. Also, we've learned that the car will be presented in March, not in February, like uh, was previously mentioned. So I guess we won't have to wait long till we see details of what Kia has cooked up in its electric form. And with that, that's it for the rumor and teaser section where we have some new models to talk about. And the first one I really want to point out is the brand new 2022 Audi e-tron GT and e-tron GT RS, the new counterparts to Porsche's Taycan coming from Audi. The cards were specifically positioned uh, below Taycan in my opinion in terms of performance and price, but still offer a pretty good alternative as a more comfortable and not as sporty, but still quite sporty Taycan. It's a familiar setup with two motors, one on the front and one of the rear axles, obviously making it all-wheel drive, mounted to two-speed automatic transition, just like you see on Taycan. The two trims are available. There is a base e-tron GT making 469 horsepower and 464 pound-feet of torque, which uh, gives it a zero to 60 miles per hour time in 3.9 seconds and a top speed of 152 miles per hour, which is just a little bit slower than Taycan 4S that hits zero to 60 in 3.8 seconds. If we step up to the GTRS version, you can have significant 590 horsepower with 612 pound-feet of torque and your zero to 60 run is shortened to 3.1 seconds. Top speed is pretty close with 155 miles per hour. Now Taycan Turbo makes it in three seconds and Turbo S has 2.6 seconds. When it comes to the range, uh, the e-tron GT promises 230 miles per charge. Uh, it's not an official number, it's just an estimate for now, but we know that Volkswagen Group's estimates are pretty undermining and actual models are able to drive well above that. On the outside, you get a pretty handsome package, 
but if you cut the car in half and just look at the front, it really resembles Taycan and they're almost indistinguishable. But when you look at the front and rear fascia, I definitely see the difference there. Interior is also Taycanish, but with an Audi look and I like it. Uh, we only see the RS model's interior yet. There is no base model available, but it looks sporty and luxurious at the same time. Again, Audi's focus is more on a comfortable ride and a little less sporty. Availability is coming in the summer and the base GT will start at 100,000 uh, and the GTRS is starting at 140,000, which is a little cheaper than Taycan, but you gotta remember that Porsche really likes to uh, offer very bare base models that no one really offer and really get their uh, money on the options, while Audi usually has two to three trims and those trims usually include good amount of options in them already, so you gotta remember about that. In any way, uh, it's a car that deserves to be. I like its exterior and interior design. I like its performance. And uh, should I ever compare Taycan and uh, e-tron GT on the road, I would love to do so. But before that, I reserve my judgment. Next up, another update that I want to mention is the 2021 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500. The update is very slight and really all you get is some new bold colors and options. Specifically, there is a new carbon fiber handling package that uh, combines the 18,000 carbon fiber track pack and the 1500 handling pack and now is part of the options. It will be a $10,000 carbon fiber handling package and you get pretty good options, I would say, with 20-inch black carbon fiber wheels, adjustable strut top mounts, catch can, flap, and splitter wickers. Since you didn't step up for the 18,000 pack, you won't get the massive carbon fiber wing, instrument panel, exposed carbon fiber wheels, and Michelin Pilot Sport Cup 2 tires. As for the colors, you get Grabber Yellow, which is pretty handsome and looks some sort of a blend between greenish and yellow color, Carbonized Gray, and Antimatter Blue. I like that uh, name. And as we already know, the GT350 and GT350R uh, will be leaving the 2021 model lineup, but the GT500 is still there and offers pretty good performance and options. Next up, let's mention a polarizing car, truly. It's the Mansuri Le Mansuri. If you remember last year, we had a blue example, uh, which featured a modified new 4GT uh, with a body kit, new headlights, big wing in the back, and new wheels and new paint scheme. Uh, well, there's a second version of it now in black with red accents. The Mansuri originally promised us three models, meaning there's another one coming. So let's quickly mention what you get besides pretty ugly looks in my opinion. As mentioned, you get a custom body kit made out of carbon fiber that makes your 4GT wider, comes with triple exhaust system, completely new headlights. Uh, the V6 has been upgraded to 700 horsepower and 620 pound-feet of torque, which gives you a slightly upgraded top speed of 220 miles per hour or 354 kilometers per hour. You also get new 21-inch forged wheels and some pretty cool black and red accents, perhaps the only thing that I like about this car. The original Le Mansori is currently listed for 1.8 million euros. Uh, this one probably will be around the same. And there's be a third and final build uh, that some will appreciate and some will definitely hate. And next, let's uh, slowly go towards reality, it will be not so distant reality. Uh, the 2022 Fisker Ocean is now available to order in the US. The car, the base model of the car is starting at 37,500 before taxes or subsidies and you can reserve it for $250 on Fisker's website. The car is expected in showrooms 
uh, sometime next year. But rumors are saying that 2022 and 23 production is already at capacity, so your best shot is 2024. Specifications are not included, but it was previously noted that the car should offer between 250 and 300 miles of range, will be built by Magnus Tire, and the output of around 300 horsepower. The entry level should be rear wheel drive, uh, but uh, that is yet to be confirmed. So with that, I will wait for more news about the Fisker Ocean. Next, drifting even more towards reality, there's details available of the facelifted Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross that's made for 2022 model year. We've already seen the exterior updates. They're pretty subtle on the outside and inside, but now there are tech specs available and starting price. So the car will be starting at $23,400, which is around 400 more uh, compared to the older version. And besides the fresh face, you also get a new eight inch infotainment display, Apple CarPlay 3 and Android Auto 4, and heated seats on some um, trims, and even a heated steering wheel, an option that I absolutely love. All the models also will have safety suite with forward collision mitigation and pedestrian detection, as well as lane departure warning. The While well, the base trim will start at 23,400, 23, the top spec should start at 31,100. Mechanically, the car is pretty the same except for the tweaked suspension that gets larger rear shock shafts and just the overall tuning of the suspension. The car should be available sometime in the summer and if you want, you can get yours. And finally, a quick mention of European MPVs. Those are Ford S-Max and Ford Galaxy hybrids that were launched in UK and beyond in the old continent. Uh, promising pretty good range uh, that's uh, rivaling its diesel's counterparts. Uh, the S-Max hybrid being the smaller one is uh, priced at 36,500 British pounds and offers to be the UK's most affordable seven-seat hybrid. The bigger Galaxy has jumped to 38,700 British pounds and that's pretty affordable as well for what the cars are. Both feature 2.5-liter four-cylinder gas engine with an electric motor combining for 185 horsepower and 148 pound-feet of torque. Both are, of course, front-wheel drive and have eight-speed automatics. Both are pretty capable minivans and definitely uh, will not come to North America, but for Europeans, it's a pretty popular vehicle, especially considering that the cars are produced in Europe in Ford's plant in Spain, Valencia. that the new car section is done let's quickly touch on the official industry news first up some smack coming from lucid about a tesla's competition uh, the lucid ceo peter rollinson is saying that lucid is now where tesla used to be 10 years ago which is ahead of the curve in the tech race meaning implying that lucid is proposed to be a little above tesla uh, in terms of electric technology. Specifically, one component that the CEO is mentioning is the energy efficiency, uh, since air can achieve four and a half miles per kilowatt an hour, and Tesla Model S achieving it achieving four miles per kilowatt an hour. 
He also went to mention that uh, Tesla is not really a direct competitor for Lucid, which I seem to disagree, but whatever marketing works. Uh, he says it's more of a competitor with the Mercedes-Benz S-Class, and the, instead of focusing on performance, which Lucid Air also offers, they chose to focus on the luxury inside the cabin. All I can say is that's a pretty hefty goal and pretty big talk uh, for Lucid, and we'll see if that's proven in its uh, sales race against Tesla. Since we mentioned Tesla, let's quickly stop on it the way it's doing in China. They are doing pretty well, but the authorities are concerned that the build quality of Chinese Teslas is significantly lower than those built in North America. Uh, specifically, the authorities are mentioning uh, spontaneous fires that combust uh, the newest uh, Model 3s and Model S's, as well as some unintended acceleration and failed over-the-air software updates. Tesla's representative in China are saying that they're taking these issues seriously and they'll revisit their procedures in the factories and try to make quality a little bit better than it currently is. Uh, but all that is to say that still Tesla is pretty popular in China and customers don't seem to mind the issues too much, kind of like, like they're doing in North America. And that is all of today's episode. Once again, I thank you very much for listening to it. I really enjoyed telling you about some rumors, including uh, more information about the C8 Corvettes and the Subaru and Toyota partnership, as well as reporting on some new cars, including the e-tron GT and Le Mansori Lemansori. Um, as a reminder, these episodes are dropping every weekday in the afternoon, so we encourage you to listen. And please do listen earlier episodes because there's some good news in there as well to keep you updated. One more time, thank you so much, and I hope you guys have a great afternoon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.